Do you ever find yourself asking, why isn't this taught in school? My entrepreneurial and parenthood journeys really highlighted the gap between what the world needs and what our schools are actually teaching, and how woefully unprepared most people are to achieve their greatest dreams. The people truly winning in a postmodern economy have a different set of skills that aren't taught in school and are privy to information not taught to the masses. With that in mind, we invite you on our journey to glean from the world's most successful leaders and icons of industry, the real skills the next generation needs moving forward. We are on a mission to help teens skip the lunch line for the front line of a movement, empowered with the knowledge and skills needed to thrive in a fast-paced, dynamic, ever-changing world. This is Skipping Lunch Lines. We're glad you're here. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back to Skipping Lunch Lines. Our guest today is no other than Alon David. Alon is no stranger to the podcast. Last time he was on the show, he had the distinction of being our very first guest. And today he also gets the distinction of being our very first repeat visitor. I'm telling you, friends, we are all out for hitting milestones here on the podcast. I encourage you to go back and listen to episode one, where Alon shares a little bit about his story, about how he came to America and how that experience, his immigrant experience, really helped him to be driven and goal-oriented and how he was really able to transform his life from his first real job in America, where he was picking up garbage, to being a CEO of a really successful business, 90X Planners. So yeah, so definitely go back and take a listen to that as soon as this first, as, as soon as you listen to this first episode, I promise it will be totally worth your time. All right, Elon, thank you so much for joining us again today. Thank you for having me again. I love it. <laughs> thank you. As I just mentioned a moment ago, you've really helped us achieve two milestones on the podcast. Um, that it being, you being our first guest, as well as it being our, our first repeat visitor. So I want to talk about milestones, right? And so in order to be as successful as you are, you must have hit a lot of milestones in your own personal life. So I'd like to start there and wondering, what was your teen years like? And was that, you know, during your teen years, were there things that really impacted you and you can point to as the reason why you might be successful today? So, yeah, my, I mean, I, I can take you back to, to who was the person that I kind of looked after, you know, that kind of encouraged me to do what I'm doing today. And it was actually my grandfather. And what, one of the things I loved about him and I used to hang around with him a lot is everything he did, he was, he was passionate about, you know, he didn't care about like, Oh, this is going to create me money or not. Like he was just passionate about doing all the things that he did. And I think somehow that got embedded in me is everything that I'm doing today. It's not about making more money or being successful. It's literally from the place of helping people, but also being fulfilled while doing that. You know, it's really to help people. We create, the, you know, launches. We help build funnels. We sell planners that people reach their goals. And everybody that uses that, and, and you can see, I was like, well, doubt. thank you, Hamad. This helped us, or this changed my life, or this helped me create this business because of this product. Or so kind of that fulfills me. So that was like more my teenager years I, I guess it's just my my grandfather helped me be that person I am right now more than anybody uh, when I was a teenager it was all about work for me I mean any every mm -hmm. opportunity that I had it was all about working and creating and making money and it was not about like going out and you know bar or whatever you know like clubs and things like that yeah. it wasn't my thing it was more like 
working. I worked on boats. I worked in construction. I mean, I've, I've done pretty much everything. Worked as a waiter, ran a restaurant. I mean, I've done a lot as a teenager kid, but that was my whole focus is always about working and creating. Uh, and, and I don't think I've stopped working since I was like, maybe I started working probably when I was around 12, maybe even younger than that. Uh, and not necessarily always for money. But uh, that was my teenage years, you know, where my friends were like going with their families on vacation. Like I was all about working and creating. So I love that, um, especially the fact that you learned um, by watching your grandfather, who was really driven, it sounds like um, the person closest to my heart is my grandmother, who really taught me empathy and really taught me to to have passion in my life for the people who I love. Um, so that's awesome that, you know, that he was able to leave such a great impact on you. Uh, so my next question then would be like, so a lot of people, you know, everybody knows that you should be setting goals, right? And then, you know, you own a, a planner company. So you probably have had a lot of experience with um, entrepreneurs, people who are successful, um, probably people at different ends of the spectrum, maybe some who weren't as successful and some who were really successful. But what is the difference maker, you think, between those who achieve their goals and those who do not? So uh, you touched on a lot of things, and I want to kind of touch on a couple of them. Uh, I think, I, I think uh, for, I mean, everybody in our life, we all set goals. I mean, from small things, uh, like my goal is to go to the supermarket and get some stuff. Like, like, every, like everybody sets goals in a way. Uh, mm -hmm. But if we talk about entrepreneurs, if we talk about the online, you know, if we talk about being successful, I mean, a lot of people set goals, a lot of people try to reach them, but a lot of them, you know, they give up uh, along the way because they don't have a why. And I think having a why, I drive, why do you even want this goal in any goal, buying a house, losing weight, uh, you know, getting in a relationship, getting out of a relationship, like what's the why behind it? Because I think that's the one key that's going to keep you and keep the momentum going so you can actually reach the goal. Uh, and, and that's really one of the things that we touch on a, a lot in our products is, is finding the reason why you even, why do you even want to do this podcast? I asked you like well, in the beginning when we were offline, yeah. like, who, who are you serving? Who is this for? Like, I mean, are you just doing it just to get more present? It's like, no, I'm really, I, I want to help, you know, teenager kids and parents, you know, like you have a goal. That's your goal. Uh, so it doesn't, and if you don't reach it, it doesn't mean you're not successful. For me, success, and I'm going to jump to one thing, is you need to create your own definition of what success is for you, right? right. Because if we go online and, and say, if you read a book, if you wake up in the morning, you go work out, you do meditation uh, and you go to work and you hustle pretty hard, you're successful. Well, no, because that's their definition. Right. Maybe your definition of success is just being free, you know, and just doing whatever it is that you want to do, whatever you want to do and spending more time with your family. When you achieve that, that's success. So success, and I don't want people to be scared about the word success for me, successful is your own definition, whatever you decide success is for you, then that's what success means. Uh, and, and for me, in the beginning, it was also looking at other people, what are they doing? You know, are they reaching the goal, not reaching the goal? I mean, it's not making it successful. No, because, you know, there's always after you reach that goal, then you have another one. And then you have another one. And then you have another one. There's not like this is it, this is done. This is what I wanted. And now I can just go watch Netflix all day long for the next 20 years. Like, you know, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Right. It's always taking it. But like you said, it's like a milestone. This is one milestone in my time. And I did this. Okay. Now to the next one. And then I want to do this. And then to the next one. Now I want to achieve that. So it's really taking the time and working one step at a time, putting another step forward, you know, another pillar and just growing from there. So that's, 
for me. So I, I can't say like, what's the difference between this and that, because, mm-hmm. you know, each one has their own drive, but having a strong why will help you keep the momentum going and push forward. And it's, I see those people, you know, as long as you get started and you had an idea or something of a goal that you want to do, as long as you get started, you're already halfway there, you know, right. but, but most people, not most people, a lot of people that I know that actually coach, I mean, one of the things at the beginning of the city, you know, I procrastinate. Yeah. I don't want to do it right now. It's taking longer. <laughs> you know what I mean? They procrastinate. And I spoke to someone earlier that I'm coaching and well, she's going to be a client right now. Uh, and I asked her, you know, what's the reason you're not doing this goal? You know, cause, cause it's like, well, I'm not scared of, of failing because if I haven't started, then I haven't failed, you know, cause I haven't put the effort. And I think that's backwards. I think if you had an idea and you didn't start because of the thought of failing, you already failed. You didn't even try. However, if you tried and you failed, that's not a failure because you tried. So I encourage everybody to at least try, you know, but if you just have an idea and think about it and, and, you know, and do nothing about it, then you've already failed. You just don't admit it yet, but you've already failed. That's my perspective on that. Right. And I think it speaks to where we get our definitions of success and failure to start with. I know growing up for myself, I didn't really have role models who were goal setters. And so that's something that I've had to learn as an adult coming to terms with my own life and like really trying to figure out what it is I want to impart on my son. And goal setting is one of those things that I didn't come naturally to me. And it's something that, you know, I'm still trying to perfect, but it's such an important part of his future and so I've taken the initiative to really try to, to become better at it so that I could help him be better at it as well, because he's not going to be successful on his own terms if he doesn't know how to determine what, what success looks like, how to set that vision, how to set the goals, and then how to achieve them. Um, so I was wondering if you could speak to like accountability and, and what you recommend for your clients in order to keep them accountable to, to their goals and to their dreams. Exactly. So accountability is a huge thing. And, and I mean, one of the reasons people don't even start is because they try to hold themselves accountable. Right. And, and it's hard. And it's hard to do that because like, it's easier for you to let yourself go when you have to show up for somebody else, right? For example, like if we didn't decide that we're going to do this episode at this time today, I probably would have not just shown up. But you hold me accountable, like we're going to record this thing today. Right. So it's done. So there's no way of doing, but accountability for me and why that's important when it comes to goal setting or anything we need in life is just to have somebody that reminds you why you start pushing, that you understand that you're not alone in this. You know, so for me, one of the things is when I created the planner is after three years of procrastination, because I'm also I also procrastinate. It's, It's not, you know, it's not just you guys. It's also me. And the first thing I did is I hired a coach. And the reason I did that one, even the coach had no idea about how to create a plan or anything. And I had nothing to do with it. It was just the person that I have to show up every week and talk to. And whatever comes up on the call, I'm going to present it the following week. So this way I kind of, you know, I'm not just doing it for me. I'm also, I have somebody else that's checking up on me. So that's what accountability for me is as well. A lot of people also say having this planner on my desk <laughs> It's kind of staring at you. It's like, hey, have you opened me today? Have you rolled the action? Did you do that? And, you know, like, it's like your own accountability buddy when nobody's around. But like in one of our programs, the first thing we do is we pair up members with each other 
so they can hold each other accountable. You know, they'll send texts for each other every day. They'll send them a weekly screenshot of their activities, like just to hold, because I think it's important because understand that you are not on your own. So for instance, with your son, you're holding him accountable. You know, if he has a test, you're reminding him, like it just helps uh, achieving anything we want. And I think that anybody that has goal always have somebody hold them accountable. Maybe it's their coach, maybe it's a mentor, maybe it's a friend, maybe it's a, it's a team member, whoever it may be. Like we're starting a podcast uh, soon, which we should have done a year ago. And Zoe, my integrator, like she's holding me accountable. Like, hey, it's already said, this is the first day of our recording. And it's like, it's done. Like I can't even run away anymore. But if it was just me, I would say, ah, I'll just push it one more. Well, something else is more important. So I'll push this and I'll push that. And I'll just put something in between just not to do it. And that's why, you know, procrastination comes in. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. So it's like, if you know the next, the exact next step, it's easy to achieve it. But if it's some nefarious step, you know, 10 steps away, something that, you know, an action you need to take that's 10 steps away, you're more likely to procrastinate on it because it's not the next step. Exactly. And you don't even have to know all the steps. So you really have to just take that first step. Somebody just joined my one-on-one group coaching today. And, you know, the first thing I told her, you know what? Congratulations. Just taking, this is the hardest step you're ever going to take. Because the, easy, the next ones are going to be 10 times easier because this was the heart of for you committing of not, for you com- to commit to actually signing up and joining the one-on-one coaching and making this happen today is the hardest step because you could have pushed it for another year and find a million more reasons why not to. And that's usually the hardest step is that first step, you know, you signing to going to the gym, that's the hardest step sometimes because now you're like, I got to be committed because it's going to take money from my account every week or month or whatever. Right. So sometimes that's the hardest step. You don't have to have all the answers. And one thing we don't focus on in mm-hmm. 90X is how. We don't care how you're going to achieve this goal. We just believe that if you have a vision, if you have a goal, if you have a reason why, and you're willing to take at least one action every day, the universe will help you and you will find a way of achieving that goal if you start getting in that momentum. You know, we don't focus on the how. A lot of people do focus on how, how, and they, they quit because they don't have all the answers. Right. No, that makes total sense. So basically you, you cast the vision and then you take a messy first step without knowing what the other steps that follow basically is what you're Yes. Saying. I mean, one of the things in our product is, you know, you, you have a vision, you have a goal, which lines up with the vision. You write why you want to reach this goal. And then you just list a bunch of actions. Now we don't know all the actions. Let's create an example because I think sometimes having an example is easier for people to get this. Let's say you're creating a podcast right now. Let's say I want to create a podcast right now. I don't know all the steps. I don't know where to host it. How we're going to launch it, how the cover is going to look, but I can create action. Hey, you know what? I need to create a cover. I need to find up a name. I need to create content. I need to get an editing. I need to get a studio. You just list a bunch of things. Doesn't mean you need to do it today. It just means you're listing a bunch of things. And then today, Maybe your first goal today is just to come up with a name. It could not, maybe it's not even perfect and you might even change it when you're ready to launch. Fine. But at least that's the first step you did. Maybe the second day is, okay, I'm going to find a hosting company. Great. The third step, maybe I'll just find a studio. Great. Well, actually today I'm going to take two actions. I'm actually going to find a domain and I'm also going to record an episode. Great. I'm actually going to put a post and find, you see how actions, the more you do it, you get more actions, more clarity, and then it's sun aligned. Sometimes you do it and it's not even the right direction, but you're always moving forward. As long as you don't go back and you move forward, you're going to be just fine. Yeah, I love that. And then how do you know when to pivot to a new goal and, and not thinking 
because I could see how someone might say, I'm going to do this instead of this goal A, I'm going to now move to goal B. How do you know when that's pivoting because it's not right for you anymore or that's yeah, so, so, so first, so if we, if you were working with us, or if you're using our product, you, you will know that whatever your goal is, the reason we ask you why you want this goal mm -hmm. uh, is so important. Sometimes I go even a deeper layer, you know, not because why do you want a podcast? Just because everybody has one, just because it's cool, just because, no, we don't change our goal. We change the action, the plan to reach the goal. But our goals, usually we never like, we never start a goal. And then like two months later, we say, you know what, actually we don't want this goal. Let's do something else. Cause I mean, you just wasted two months. We might move or we might get more clarity or we might say, you know what, instead of the course, I think we should build a whole package, you know, over yearly right. program, like we'll make it bigger, but we never go back. I've never gone back on my goals. I've always changed the plan, not the goal. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Well, so I have but a question, you have you know, to have a strong why. Yeah, I think the why is is so critical because you might even think you know what the why is, but at the end of the day, it, that might not be the actual why. Sometimes you have to dig deeper and deeper until it gets to that thing that you just, you know, you feel like you put on this earth to do. Exactly. Um, and that's why one of our products is it makes you rewrite your goal every week and rewrite your action every week. Like you kind of not change it, rewriting it, like writing it again over and over and over and over and over again, you know, not changing it again, just rewriting it again. So it's, so you get more and more clarity. Right. And so knowing that you have four kids, right. Um, and two of them are teenagers, I believe, or right around that age. Yeah. I mean, a 13 and an 18 again. Yeah. Right. So are there any tactical things that you've done to help them with their goal setting, like the actual process of goal setting? Like, do they use the planner? Is that something that you feel like could be useful for them? Definitely. Definitely. I mean, like if we're, if we're talking about teenagers, let's say trying to do better in school, I mean, the goal planner or a goal setting system will definitely help because let's say your goal is a, you know, to get an A in, in math or whatever. Right. Uh, and that's the way my kids use it in a way. It's like, what's your goal? Okay, write it down on the wall. Okay, great. Wh why? We know why, because I need to get straight A's. Okay, great. I mean, that's what I need to, because I want to get to a better college or I want to have more opportunity if you wanted to be in the working industry, right? Okay, Right. so we know now the goal. We know the, the vision is to get the A. We know the goal. We know the why. Now, what actions can I take? Okay, let me list. Maybe I should study. If I'm not strong in math, let me get some tutoring. Okay, that's an action. Okay, maybe I should practice an hour before. Or maybe I should, uh, you know, do uh, homework with, with a friend. You know, you start creating those actions that you do. And then that's what you do daily to be able to achieve that A. So the A is, you know, really the goal, you know, but those are the actions that you're willing to take, you know. So, yes, it can definitely help in anything that you guys, anybody does every day is like, that's my goal. You know, especially if you're in school, definitely the kids use it because at least now they have a system. Not guessing is like, well... You know, they can go back and refer like, okay, I've studied this much. This will help me get closer to my A or whatever it is their, their goal in the, in academically wise, for instance. Right. Does it make so sense? So do you, yeah, definitely. Do you like sit down with them on a, on a regular basis to help them 
worked through that or in the past? Have you done that or in the past? I mean, they helped me. They're part of, of 90X. I mean, they helped me create it. Actually, each, each journal is named after one of my kids. So they're part of the process. Uh, but they helped me. They know how the system works. They helped me create it when it was forced, uh, first done. Uh, I, I don't sit with them on a weekly basis. I mean, we sit with them, but we, I always take him back to like, remember, what's your vision? What's your goal? What do you want to get out of it? Like my son was not doing so good in school. I had him hang his grades on the wall so he can look at it and next to it, put the grades that he really wants. So he knows the target and what he wants, the goal. So the goal is in front of him all the time, you know? Uh, so I do help them not like sit with them because this is internally, like you want to sit down and kind of write your action. Okay. This is what I'm willing to do in school. This is what I should do to be able to get this. Sometimes studying an hour, maybe was not enough. Maybe it was actually joining a networking with kids to actually learn, to understand it. Cause just studying sometimes doesn't work for me. It didn't work for me. Right. It worked is when I was studying with somebody that gave me the motivation to keep going, you know, cause for me, myself, it's like, okay, I'll just cut, cut it short, you know? So so that's what, why it helps. But I don't say within weekly, but I mean, they already, look, they're already living in this place, you know, with this house that it's all about goal setting. It's all about achievements. It's all about creating things. So right. it's already part of the DNA, I could say. Definitely. So do you think for somebody who doesn't, um, you know, obviously didn't grow up in that environment, they really want to try to help their, their team be able to reach goals. And, you know, obviously, being the example is the best way to do it. I think your story really points to that. Your kids grew up in that environment of goal setting and future planning and really like striving for things and not looking things at as, as a failure when they do, you don't reach them, but to keep, you know, to keep taking incremental steps towards that goal. But not every person has that, that role model in their life. Um, but as a parent, could you see maybe having like a weekly family meeting where each person discusses their goals as something that maybe parents could implement, maybe using your system? Because that's the way I kind of look at it. Like if I had this system and I sat down with my son every single week, him and I already have like really open conversations about what he wants his life to look like. I already know that he, you know, his, his number one thing that he wants to change in the world is hunger, child hunger. Mm -hmm. And so that's something he's very passionate about. So helping him reach that goal and be able to impact the world in that way, you know, I already know that's on his radar. And so maybe if I could sit down with him and really kind of work on my goals and his goals simultaneously, like that process could also be empowering for him, even though I may not already, you know, I, he hasn't been raised in that environment. Does that make sense? Definitely can help. I mean, it's definitely going to help them if you sit down with him and you guys both review the whole week of friend ahead of you guys. Okay, this is what we want to do this week. This is where I have tests. This is where I have project. This is where I have that. And then and then every day kind of say, okay, what are your actions for today? And, and it doesn't take much. It's just making sure you're basically turning out to be his accountability buddy. Right. You know? I like and that's that. what that is. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I like that. And the thing is, is that yeah, teens will hold is. you accountable for your own goals too. So <laughs> exactly. And, and that's what it is. It's partnering up and, and holding each other accountable. I mean, yes, some parents, they just check on you every time the report cut comes and then forget about you for this whole time, you know, and then, but if you turn it into a weekly thing, now the good thing about this, this is the smart thing about this system. It's not just about the goal. It's about creating a habit, right? Yeah. Because you know, the longer you do that, the longer you do this every day and you create, you do the same steps, not the same steps, but the, you're doing the same process every day. 
it will form to be a habit. It will form to be part of your lifestyle, right? You don't think about when you brush your teeth, you tie your shoes, take a shower. You don't think about that process. It's automatically, your hands reach to the moment, to the places that you got to go automatically. The same thing about this. You know, one thing I want to touch, it's important. It's not always about the goal. What's right. my goal? What's my goal? What's my goal? It's not about that. It's about who do I become Yes. while I'm reaching my goal? Yes. Who do I become? Because it's not about the goal. Like, okay, I want to get straight. Like, who do I become? I want to get straight A's. Well, I, the goal is not straight A's. It's actually being a straight A student, you know? So, so who do I become in that process to actually reach that goal? And I think that's where the focus is. Uh, more important uh, for parents as well. Cause so don't make it. So it's not heavy for them. It's like, Oh, I got to get that. A. I got to get that. A. I got to get that. A. If not, I'm no good. I'm failure, whatever. No. And even if you fail, like one of the things that I do with my kids, like let's say you did a test, you know, you got three wrong out of seven out of 10, you know, don't focus on the seven that you got right. Focus on the three. You didn't look at what you did wrong. Try to learn that and then do it better next time. Cause right. that, and the same thing in business, right? I mean, same thing in business. No focus on it as a failure. It didn't work out for me. Okay. Put this podcast out there. Nobody downloaded. Okay. I mean, what can I do now going forward? You know, right. learn from that failure, embrace failure rather than look at it as a failure. Right. And I think resiliency is such an important skill for kids to learn. And that comes from the failure, like picking yourself up and, and learning that, that story of failing it's not about you. It's just about you just not reaching that milestone. And maybe it's, you know, another step that you need to take, or you need to look in a new direction, or there's something in that, there's something in that failure that is to propel you towards that finish line. Definitely. There's a lesson in that. Exactly. There's always a lesson. Exactly. And that's exactly it. You know, it's, it, but yeah, I definitely agree with you on that one. Awesome. Um, so I have a question. So you said your, your program has five different pillars, right? So yeah. what would those be? Uh, we repeated them, but, but we said it many times, but I'm going to say it again in a very simplest way. The first okay. thing is start with your vision. Your vision? What, what do I want? You know, how does it look like in my mind before I actually have it? So how does it feel like having an A or getting a hundred in a project? You know, what does that look like? You know, you got to see it. Second thing is, you want to live that vision now, okay? If you have a D right, I'm just saying, I'm just throwing things, right? If you have a D right now, it doesn't mean you're a D student, okay? So you, you want to make sure if you wanted an A, how would it feel right now to have that A? And how can I work from the place of actually achieving that A right now, right? So not when I reach the test and make and get an A, right now, how can I feel? And how would that feeling and how do I work and be from the place of having an A right now? Does that make sense? It's a little bit more depth, but does it make sense what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so I want to work from that place. So in business, if I wanted to be a seven-figure CEO, then I want to act, think, and behave like a seven-figure CEO right now. Not when I reach that. Right now, how do I reach that? How do I feel? What would I do? How would I act? How would I behave? How would I show up? You know, and, and the same thing in school. Like if I wanted to be an A student, how do I need to be right now? So that's the second one. The third one, is you want to find out the why. Why do I want to be an A student? We're just talking about an A student. It could be a, a quarterback. It could be a sport, academically, right. you want, whatever it may be. Again, we're just touching on one thing and we're running with it. The second thing is, why do I want that? And you really want to dig deep sometimes and find out. And just because my mom said so, just because society said so, that's not good enough. Find out for yourself. Why do you want it? 
Because when you find that reason, you will achieve it a lot faster. It will keep you the momentum going when you want to quit. And that's very important as well. Number four is the actions. Don't worry about the how. Don't worry how you're going to get there. Is what actions are you willing to do throughout the process, the process of 90 days? Not today, not tomorrow, not next week, but just a bunch of actions that you're willing to do, right? So we have the vision, working from the vision. We have the why and we have the action. Those are the four, the four important ones that we want to do. Mm-hmm. The fifth one is the simplest one, is starting every day. Starting every day with a question, you know, what am I about to do today? You know, and how will I get me closer to my goal? What is my intention today? Don't focus on the things that don't matter. Focus on that one thing that's going to help you move the needle towards your goal. Just that one thing that's going to help you move the needle towards your goal. So again, maybe today is just to crack the books. Maybe tomorrow is just to study a little bit more. Maybe the next day is just to be a, to find a tutor. Find that one thing that's going to help you. Know, you might have multiple goals running, so it's the same thing. But we're talking about just that one goal, okay? Uh, and then that's the pillar number five. It's just, just find out the intention today so you don't focus on the stuff that doesn't matter, just things that matter. Same thing in business. We're not coming over here today dealing with to-do lists. It's like, what is my intention today? My intention today was to be on the podcast and record this episode. I was like, great. This is what I'm going to focus on today. I'm going to bring all my energy and put everything into this because this is the most important task for me today towards my goal because my goal was to be on 150 podcasts. There, here you go. One more step down. See what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And that's what that is. And if you take that, whether you use a product or not, and you apply it every day, Obviously, there's a lot more. There's habits and failure and and how to deal with all those things and delegation. How do you want to delegate? You know, like like a kid's in school, sometimes we just try to do it on our own, you know, because I don't want to ask for help because then I'm not going to be, you know, people are not going to think I'm smart. So, I'm gonna, so I don't ask. I'll just try to do it on my own. Same thing, again, parallel to a business. I'm just going to do it all on my own. I'm not going to find a podcast editor or art, somebody to create my artwork, you know, none of that stuff, Right. Right. So the same thing in school, delegate, delegate the help. Okay, I need help with this, ask for the help, bring it in. You know, maybe network, or network with this group, maybe do a join uh, homework session. I don't know, I haven't been in school for a long, long time, so I don't know what to keep <laughs> Me neither. But whatever it may be, I'm just trying to say is don't try to do it on your own. Right. Try to yeah. delegate. So same thing in business, don't try to delegate. But over here, obviously, I'm not saying go give your homework to somebody else to do. I'm saying is find somebody that can help you do it. You know, not trying to do it on your own. I love that. Yeah, that's how definitely. simple this thing is. It's very minimalistic. It's really ready to go. Yeah, I think simple is the way to go because when you put too many details, it becomes too complicated. And then it's uh, just another excuse to procrastinate, right? 100%. <laughs> well, so we talked about milestones, right? And um, how to reach, how to help um, our teens reach milestones and how to help ourselves reach milestones. But my question to you then is, what's your next milestone you're looking to reach? My milestone? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, our next goal, we, we created the launch plan, we created the box, we created a lot of things. Our next milestone is around a month of, of April 15 is to launch our podcast. Wow. Okay. That's so, ours. So. <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm right now in the process of that. So uh, congratulations on that. Thank you. So, so that's, uh, so obviously using your planner system and you're using, um, kind of everything that you teach your, your students, right. In order to reach that goal. 
Um, but what, I have a question, like why 90 days? Like why, is there something about 90 days? Is that like a magic number when it comes to goal planning or achieving? No, no, no. Uh, the reason it was 90 days, because I believe that A, we have four quarters in a year. So it's a lot easier to break it down to quarters. Uh, I believe that you cannot reach your one-year goal or five-year goal or 20-year goal or whatever a big goal is if you haven't done it small enough chunks. Right. Uh, and I believe the 90 days is a good enough time for you to, to, to create that. But it's not just 90. The 90 days, it's the system itself. But every day is a day for you to create your goal. So every day you have a goal. Maybe today the goal is to create, to finish this action step. So that's a small goal. So it's taking that 90 day to, to 30 day, to weekly, to daily. And that's what the whole process is. But we want to stay in 90 days. And the reason I said 90 days too is because when you have your strong why and 50 days from today, you decide to quit or you want to quit and you go back to that why, it's going to help you keep the momentum to the next, to the full 90 days. You know, sometimes less, sometimes more. But if you had one year, I'm going to say, I have one year to, imagine if you had one year to launch this podcast, you would say, oh, I have so much time. I'm just going to procrastinate, procrastinate, procrastinate. But when you have 90 days, it's a lot easier to measure and stay the momentum and focus on the goal. When it's one year, when it's five years, when it's six months, when it's more than that, you kind of lose momentum. So that's why 90 days. Oh, that makes sense. Well, thank you so much. I just wanted to give you an opportunity just to go ahead and pitch your podcast. Give us any details you might already have about it. I know you're, you're currently working on it. Do you have a yep. name yet? Just so that you know, our, our audience can go ahead and... 90X Mastery Podcast. Uh, it's going to talk about business impact as well. Uh, less teenagers, but mainly about goal setting, business and impact. <laughs> 90X Mastery Podcast, that's where it's going to be. We're going to launch it hopefully April 15th. Uh, the artwork, everything is already done. It's just a matter of putting it out there. And like I said in previous episode, it's just to put it out there. We're going to put it out there, messy, no messy. It's just going to be out there and whatever happens, happens. We're not going to try to perfect it. And I think as with time, it's going to get better and better. That sounds amazing. I yeah. can't wait to listen to it, my friend. <laughs> Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. All right, friends, uh, if you found this episode helpful and would like to get to know our guest better, you can reach out to him on Instagram at 90X Goal Planner. You can also visit his company's website at www.90x.co.com, but co. You'll also provide links and resources in the show notes in this episode. Till next time, don't settle, skip the lunch line and help your teens do the same. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you got anything positive out of the conversation, do you mind leaving us a five-star review on iTunes? Doing so will allow other parents to help their teens create a life of fulfillment and joy, abundance and impact. Until next time, don't forget to help your teens get the lunch line and live life on their own terms.